and welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf Podcast, a podcast by a group of Power Rangers with way too many board games. I'm Tom and I'm joined by Justin, Adam, and Debbie. And today we're talking about Power Rangers, colon, Heroes of the Grid, a game that we played on a uh, friend's recommendation and insistence that we play it with him on uh, Tabletop Simulator. Uh, he was on here a little while ago doing an interview with Adam. Uh, Fluffy Crazy Strings is how I know him. I don't actually know what his, his real name is. Santiago Acosta. That's a great name. That is a sweet name. Anyway, Santiago wanted to uh, wanted to play this game with us, and so he taught us the rules on a uh, on a on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, pulled up pulled up my chair, sat down, getting ready for some Power Rangers. You know, light. You know, a nice light time, and I'm greeted by just a whole lot of stuff. There's a whole lot of stuff in this game, you guys. A lot of Power Rangers stuff. There's like four Tommies. Uh, there are <laughs> five Tommies, actually. You know, for for someone who wasn't, or isn't, I should say, isn't as well-versed in the Power Rangers universe, this whole Tommy situation was quite something. I, I had no idea. I had no idea. Like, I knew a little bit of it, because, I mean, this this goes back to when I was in, like, I don't know, grade five or something. But, like, yeah. sure. I, I knew that there was, because Tommy was the the green, and then he became the white ranger. But apparently he also went on to be, like, the mentor and a black ranger and, like, also another red. And <laughs> Santiago just went on and on about all the different jobs that Tommy had taken and... Just like, oh, and this was the time you went to an alternate universe. I was like, oh, my sweet Jesus. What did I miss? Oh, yeah. But this, then, uh, <laughs> that's not even getting into the comic books. Yeah. So there's a there's a lot going on and there's a lot into this. Uh, but uh, getting ahead of ourselves, I'm going to start with the, uh, with the, well, I don't have the back of the box, but I'll just read the first paragraph or two from the uh, Board Game Geek description here. Power Rangers Heroes of the Grid gives each player the chance to take on the role of a Power Ranger. The heroes of Angel Grove who defend the Earth against the evil Rita Repulsa and her nefarious minions. Each ranger comes with a unique combat deck representing their special skills and fighting style. From the Red Ranger's leadership karate skills to the Yellow Ranger's saber-tooth ferocity to the Blue Ranger's tactical mind, each ranger brings a unique set of skills to the table. You need to use your powers well if you intend to save Angel Grove. In each game, you need to protect four combat zones that are being targeted by the evil Rita Repulsa. Each round, enemy forces deploy onto these zones and cause chaos among the populace. Who knows what sort of strange monsters Rita has cooked up for the rangers this time. There's, there's more, but it's essentially telling you how to play the game, which I might I might just be ripping off anyway. <laughs> Yeah, doesn't that you know help save a little work? Yeah, no kidding. Um, anyway, this game is uh, it, it's it's a is one hundred percent Power Rangers, and it is a co op game, uh, where you are each given well, you're each you each pick out of this like frankly ludicrous number of different Rangers that are around. Like I knew if there was only like the the first six or seven, I don't know how. Like I, I got out of this a long, long time ago. You guys, a long time ago. <laughs> Wasn't there like I seem to recall six? Now I mean, again, I'm not I'm not the uh, de facto expert on this by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, looking at, but the, I remember uh, like yeah, yeah. There's the I thought it was five. five. It's and like then, black. Oh, there's five, and then, black then Tommy came in, yeah. and then there well, was of course Tommy. Tommy. Of course, like how could we forget Tommy? Tommy came in four times, I guess. Yeah, always. That guy is just he's there. 
It had the Black Ranger, Yellow Ranger, a Red Ranger, Pink Ranger, Blue Ranger. Did I say that one already? Blue, red, black, <laughs> this, yellow, and green. This is where it just gets then, all crazy. And then the Green Ranger came in, and then the Green Ranger became the White Ranger. Right. Like you do. That's it. That's the natural progression, I think. Yeah, so uh, the way this game works, um, I'm going to go over like the, the, the basics, because the combat in this game is like card-based, so everyone gets a deck of cards that also represents their life. So if you, like, if you ever have to discard a card due to damage or because of some effect from a monster, you basically, your character dies and goes to the middle of the board and you lose one of the lives that you have allocated to you. I'm not going to go over too much of what's in the decks because, frankly, I don't, I don't know much else other than the Green Ranger, uh, who, who Tom, I was, I was Tommy. I was Tommy and Santiago was also Tommy. Anyway, you get to pick which ranger you're going to be and you're going to slot your your player card which has a has a special bonus onto the mat you're going to get these two little action tokens which represent how many actions you can take during the during the turn they just help you keep track of whether you've done your whole turn or not and then there's a space for your your sweet sweet zord and then there's also a uh, a space for your energy now if you don't know what a zord is it's basically a giant robot <laughs> that shows up and starts wrecking shit for you um you'd be excused for maybe not knowing that it's like your transformer kind of or your voltron it looks like a transformer kind of except everyone stands on top of it when it comes out for some reason <laughs> yeah it's just sitting like you're everyone comes in on top of their heads it's all about that presentation yeah exactly <laughs> Gotta have some showmanship there's definitely a few times during the explanation when debbie was like what the fuck is going on i could tell that she hadn't watched an- enough power rangers <laughs> i think i watched quite a bit of it i just don't think i remember yeah, that's that's, uh-huh. that's that's fair you're gonna have your ranger picked out and your deck and you're gonna get some dice uh because there's also dice and in front of you is going to be the map of angel grove which has the the middle which is where the command center is and there's going to be four other sections of angel grove there's like the industrial district the high school the park and the most important place which is like ernie's juice shop ernie's juice bar yeah the juice bar yes yeah i think that was like their hangout or something wasn't it the other most important place in the entire planet ernie's juice bar as important as the entire (laughs) industrial district yeah exactly so at the beginning of the game fluffy went through and uh set up the deployment decks and figured out what monsters we were going to be facing and who the main boss was going to be which was like the mysterious wizard or uh something like that (laughs) yes actually i think that's right exactly trying to do this by memory is not great i should really start taking notes anyway so the main boss (laughs) is the mysterious wizard and there's two sub bosses which were um Fuck, Justin, what's the pig's the pig? It, pig's it name? was Pudgy Pig. Pudgy Pig? Pudgy Pig. Pudgy Pig, yep. And, and, and evil robot Tommy. Evil robot Tommy. So we yeah. had not enough Tommies. How many Tommies do you want? We had three Tommies in this game. It was ridiculous. There's just we there there's just Tommies everywhere. There's there was the Green Ranger Tommy I was playing. Santiago was playing Black Ranger Tommy. Uh, Justin was the pink ranger, Adam was the red ranger, and Debbie was the yellow ranger. And anyway, that's not that's not super important, but you set up these decks for uh, what's called deployment, which is when the monsters are going to show up. You also set up the decks for the monsters, like for, so there's like foot soldiers and then there's monsters. So evil robot Tommy and pudgy pig are considered monsters. And when they show up, it's generally bad news. Every other monster is slightly less bad news. Um, 
essentially the way the game works is at the beginning of a round, we deal out uh, like five-ish cards. And if they're all foot soldiers, they just get assigned to different parts of the map. And if there are enough dudes, uh, enough of the evil dudes hanging out in one of the areas, like if there's six in Ernie's juice bar, the place becomes panicked. And one of the ways you can lose this game is if every area in the game, so the four four uh, pieces of the circle, if all four of them become panicked, you immediately lose. Um, so you, during a normal deployment, you just put a bunch of guys down as enemies, you figure out which areas are panicked, and then as a group, you get to decide how you want to split up your two actions. So you can move to any place on the map as one action, you can recover cards as an action, and you can start fights as an action. Um, when you start fights, anybody that's in the area is able to come and fight with you, um, and with you being the lead ranger, quote-unquote, which is important for when you're getting pummeled on by evil evil robots. About Tommy, <laughs> then, then, it, so, so the like the the actions for for moving are fairly straightforward. You can move anywhere. If you move to the command center, you get to re- regenerate everything. But like, you're kind of useless because you know there's never any monsters in the command center, so you don't get to go into fights. But it's good if you need to get everything back, like all your energy and all your cards and everything like that. Recovering gets you some of your cards back, but the benefit is that you get to stay put and maybe use your action later in the round for getting into a sweet sweet fight. Um, You have a hand limit of five, which is important because when you start a fight, you get to draw up to five cards. Um, Again, if you ever draw cards so that you run out of cards, you're basically dead and then you lose a life. And the other way to lose the game is if any ranger is is dead dead, then you lose the game. Uh, So dying is not not great. So um, when you get into a fight, everybody uh, has to cooperate and you basically get to do like one turn. So one one ranger gets to play a card and roll some dice and figure out how many damage you do. And you lay out up to four of these like uh, foot soldiers in a row and they all have different things that they do and you get to decide which ones to pick off and they, you go back and forth between you and uh, generally you and the monsters like doing shit to each other. Um, so if the first monster in the in the area is like, has you know do two damage to the lead ranger if you manage to kill that guy first he'll flip over and that'll essentially waste the action of that monster for that combat round so that you don't have to have to deal with them and you also get basically another free action to continue doing things so the combat is essentially like you and your friends discussing what abilities to use from your deck and how many cards to draw and how much damage you think you can do and like matching that up with the keywords that are on the cards so that you don't get completely overrun um, during the deployment, if a monster is ever uh, showed up, is ever if a monster is ever flipped over as part of the deployment deck, you have to put him into a spot that isn't already panicked, and it immediately becomes panicked. And the monsters are bad news because you have to fight them, uh, kind of like. We had to fight evil robot Tommy like four times to try to get him down enough that he would like go away and leave us alone. Mm -hmm. Um, And they generally do way more damage and they also bring all of their friends with them. So normally there's like a maximum of four foot soldiers that you have to fight. But when there's a monster involved, you have to fight a full rack of their like four cards, which are usually pretty devastating. And then once you get through all those cards, you also have to deal with all of the monsters that are hanging around. So fighting uh, fighting evil robot Tommy, as I found out, as Tommy, fighting evil robot Tommy is not something you should do by yourself. Um, <laughs> teamwork. That's the important thing here, guys. Makes the dream work. 
That's what they say. There's also a resource called energy involved. So like when you start a fight, there are a couple of energy hanging around that everybody can use and everybody has their own set of energy that they can use to play cards. And so there's a little bit of this resource management thing. And then Pink Ranger shows up on a robot and gives everybody energy and shoots a thing from the sky and and like go pterodactyl. The way you get your sweet robots is by killing dudes. So the more dudes you kill, they get put on this tracker. And when you level up, you get to draw a card from this Zord deck. And then whoever Zord that belongs to, they they get to have that card. And it's essentially like a, it's, it's usually, I don't know for sure, like a hundred percent, but all the ones I saw were like one off, you know, use this during your turn to do a thing, right? Usually beating the shit out of something related. Um, and yeah, so the game essentially works like that. You get shit on and then you decide where you're going to move all your guys. You get to use your actions in whatever configuration you want. So, you know, you want to have a big robot Tommy brawl. You can uh, send all the Tommies to go fight their evil robot Tommy and then fight him twice and then bring someone else in and fight them a third time if that's what you kind of want to do. Um and you get each ranger gets two actions, and so you just have to go back and forth between the deployments, doing your actions, fighting, leveling up, and then continuing rinsing, repeating until I think you get to. I think it's once all the monsters are gone, you can fight the the end boss, which in this case would be the mysterious wizard or whatever. But was it once the monsters are gone, or once the whole deck is depleted? Uh, I think it's kind of when he shows up. Is the the monsters are put in the deck, isn't it? Okay. So yeah. It's it once he kind of shows up, you can fight him. Yeah. So so inside of the deck is you know the mysterious wizard, and once he shows up, if you manage to defeat the boss, then you you win the game. So I'm a, I can only assume that the boss has like twelve cards, and you have to fight him twelve times or something like that. You, or you have to take out six of his cards, whereas the monsters you have to destroy four of their cards from their deck. Oof, we had a hard enough time with four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that's essentially the game. You're dumping out dudes, taking actions, playing cards to fight, do that until Rita shows up, and then beat her ass. End of story. Well, yeah. Except for the fact that there's no end of story to Power Rangers. They just keep going and going. And Yeah, you, you ever going. run out of Tommy storylines? You just <laughs> go to an alternate dimension. <laughs> just get another that's one. Right. <laughs> no, there can only be one Tommy. <laughs> that's awesome. A little fun fact about Tommy is uh, the the actor, Jason Frank, who played him, was only meant to be a little bit role, and he was only brought back uh, because of popular demand. So he's actually been in 217 episodes throughout the franchise. Jeez. Wow. It's a lot. It's a lot. That's of, a lot of episodes. It's a lot of Power Rangers. It, that is a lot of Power <laughs> Rangers. Yeah. I think the original Mighty Morphin was 155 episodes. Holy shit. I don't remember that. I don't remember there being that many episodes. I, I mean, there I only were. remember like four episodes, but... Do you remember the Pudgy Pig one? No, I don't remember much <laughs> of this, which which I think is where most of my problem lies, because I think this is this is definitely... There is a good game attached to this. Um like the the co-op mechanics are pretty pretty good. Uh they're pretty solid. Like it has that general that 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 pretty typical like there are multiple ways to get totally worked over. Um all in all considering that there's so many different like bits to this, it's actually pretty straightforward. Like you move somewhere, you do some stuff, you fight some people. 
Um, you know, it's not the most ludicrously complicated thing, but then there's just like a lot of extra stuff. And I feel like if you're not already bought into Power Rangers, it's not going to be as good as if you were. I mean, that's probably pretty obvious. Like if you're a fan of this kind of thing, it's probably crazy good, right? Yeah. But if I think not, that because it came off Kickstarter and I think it has 13 expansions. Um, what? Yeah. Jesus. I mean, I think a lot of them are kind of minor expansions, like they'll add a couple characters or something. But yeah, we, but from seriously, so it's about 13 expansions. So it is definitely one of those things that appeals to diehard fans of the franchise rather than just a, a casual like, hey, that looks fun kind of pickup. Sure. But it is it is surprisingly simple. Like you only have three things you can do on your turn. You you fight, you move, or you rest. Kind of, I think, helps keep up the flow. I mean, at least it should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I and I think it, it like it's good that it has that like um, that bit of simplicity to it because like where the complexity comes in is the cards and but they managed to. Because you only can have up to five cards in your hand, that also is pretty mitigated. Like, um, you, you there, you know, there isn't like a an infinite number of options available to you. Like when you get into a fight, you drop your five cards, and you're like, you try to figure out, you're trying to think on your feet as to what to do. Because again, you don't always want to draw all the cards you need or you think you might need because you might need those in case evil Tommy starts wailing on you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you're you're discussing with your friends about what what best to use. And- and, and trying to co- like combine that with your special powers and stuff. And so I think there is like a, a decent amount of meat to it. Um, so for especially for for fans of the show, like for fans of the franchise and stuff like that, there's definitely a, a decent core to this game. Um, and the fact that it's co-op really helps to, you know, make it so that it makes sense for the in the first place because i think that a power rangers game where you're just like wailing on each other or trying to get victory points would just be a hot tire fire um <laughs> so I, I i mean I, I was actually pretty surprised i was pleasantly surprised at how good the power rangers game was um because i thought it was going to be pretty bad when uh when santiago mentioned it to you know adam saying hey we should play this i was like ah great <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I was kind of the same. I, I'm I'm always wary of tie-in board games to any popular franchise. If it has like a board game edition, I'm always like, yeah. But but I enjoy being surprised. I think that was my my main takeaway was I it was surprisingly solid for you know it being a a tie-in to a franchise that I have long forgotten about. Like I enjoyed this <laughs> again when I was like in grade five. So like. I was thinking to myself, like, there's no way this is going to be any good. But it was actually, you know, pretty good. Pretty good, all things considered. I mean, I still think you have to be, you have to be a fan to go out and seek this out. But I yeah. think I would I would definitely give this another shot. Um, especially since our game took three-ish hours. Like, I know you were trying to save your cat from a coyote in the first, like, 20 minutes. So those don't count. Yes. But still, there's like two hours there that we were trying to play this game. And that was, I mean, maybe take off half an hour for the explanation, but this game purports to take 45 to 60 minutes. And it, you know, it, it was a, it was a long haul and I could not, I couldn't get through the whole thing before my kids started to rip the place apart. So I didn't finish our game. 
and yeah. uh, it seemed it seemed pretty damn long. Uh, so I'd like to. I think I'd, I I would like to try it again, just to, especially in person, to see if it went smoother and a little bit faster. It does seem like something that would go a lot faster in person. Is it's it, there's a lot of little fiddly bits where you just have to you know even something as simple as throwing a card under the bottom of your deck takes you know an extra twenty seconds on tabletop simulator sometimes. Yeah, it was like a it was like a three man effort to take damage. It's like <laughs> Debbie was taking cards off the top, flipping them over, find out that you can put that card on the bottom of your deck so someone else goes and picks it up, moves it over. Yeah, <laughs> holds like, the deck for him. It, yeah. It was pretty funny. It's, it's a, hey, that just adds to the, the co-op experience, right? Uh, but it, it also <laughs> seems like it could definitely benefit from having sort of like if you're doing a bunch of fights to do them simultaneously because a lot of the time, you know, two people are getting in a fight. So the other three have to just wait where I, I feel like in the like if you're just doing it like on a tabletop proper, you could kind of run simultaneous fights at the same time without having to worry too much. But uh, I think that's kind of what was definitely dragging it a little. That was, I mean, that was definitely a sore spot for me, um, was just sitting and waiting and and waiting and waiting some more. (laughs) Um, Even when you're involved in the fight, uh, because you can only play one card. Collectively, yeah. Like, yeah, for the group. It's super easy to just not really end up being involved, I guess. Yeah. so this uh, this game's a little hard for me in that sense. Um, it kind of reminds me of Legendary, uh, in a way. Um, Which one's that? Marvel's Legendary. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, it's a it's a deck builder kind of set in the Marvel universe. It's very like you fight monsters. Yeah. It's similar. Like, classes and then you get to your like the ultimate boss that you have to fight and it's it's that much harder it's all card based uh which i enjoyed better um yeah i just i maybe i mean i might not be making the right parallel here but uh to me i just i mean maybe that's nostalgia for me because i used to play it with drew all the time okay true Um, true but I just, for me, I just, I, f- I find that better for, like, for what I was doing in this game, I feel like I gain the same thing and maybe a little more um, from a game like Legendary. Uh, this one, yeah, it was just, I, it was just too slow. I mean, it was more interesting listening to the guys talk about Tommy every five seconds. <laughs> like, <laughs> constantly part. like well, it's tommy man was he's about tommy. tommy's ear well there were a lot of tommies it, to keep track of. there were so many tommies there were um but i mean in in uh in fluffy's kind of i mean i don't want to say really defense but i really like it in his defense he was very good at um trying to ensure that everybody was like had input um and he said it i think I think he said it probably best uh, is he, he did mention that, you know, like this is the kind of game that can very easily um, basically this, this game can get quarterbacked fairly simply. Um, It just leans and it kind of plays to that, to that style where if somebody maybe understands the game a little better or they've played it before um, or um, 
yeah, like they, they just pick the, the mechanism up maybe a little faster than other people. Um, it, it can very easily kind of become that kind of game. Uh, Adam did kind of, I think he did mention to me at one point that it's kind of, um, pandemic esque in some ways. Um, and I agree. I'm, I'm also not like, I'm not the diehard fan of, of pandemic, like, um, like Adam is, um, I'm, I think that's probably what I like about Euro games is that I, I have my things to do. Um, and it doesn't feel like such a, a weight. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's this, this one kind of strikes me as a bit weird. The nostalgia was cool though. And I think the mechanics are there. Like they're, they're made well. Um, uh, Fluffy did mention that the setup, uh, is, is a slog in person. Yeah. Well, um, it was a slog on tabletop it's, it's simulators. It's a bit painful. So. <laughs> right. So just imagine. Exactly. And we really, honestly, do we have any idea what he did? No. Like he was, you know, doing his thing and picking <laughs> monsters and setting stuff up. Like we had nothing to do with that part. He very kindly just did that for us. True. Uh, which probably cut at least half an hour for us. Cause I'm sure it would have taken us a while to, to kind of figure that out and, and get through it all and read while we were trying to do it. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all there. Like it's, it's there. It makes sense. It's just a particular type of game that I think I am a little less into. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with your comment about the downtime. Like I had, I had children running around, so I probably didn't notice cause Anytime you guys were locked in combat, I was like, oh, I can, I can go deal with this really quick. So <laughs> like I, I had, I had other things to, to sort of distract me whenever, whenever one of those really long combat sessions came around. But I could definitely understand that, like, if you're, especially if you're not involved, like if you don't even have cards in the game, like it's just like, okay, uh, I guess I'll check Twitter or something like it's it, and and the and they can be long like the combats can be pretty pretty hefty endeavors like I don't think we got through we were we only went through like four or five rounds I think and so that correct that yeah, only yeah. means like 10 combats and that was like a couple hours so you imagine that if half of that is downtime like oof yeah I mm, yeah I have I have a hard time with that and I get it like there's some people that are perfectly okay with that and there's some people that will say that that's the downfall of a euro game like there's i mean there's arguments all over the place um it just really stood out to me in this game um not knowing what other people's hands are doesn't really bother me for the most part until you get into a situation like this where it's you can only play one card mm -hmm. for the group and then it's like okay well why do i even have a hand like i meh? So you could use um, your citrus hammer. The yeah, citrus my, hammer. It was a citrus 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 cannon, I think. It, it was both. There's both. Sure. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there was one of each. Oh, he had a okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It uh, <laughs> it it, de it definitely was interesting. I definitely agree. Like I think taking some of the piss out of the game was probably the most fun thing or like just being baffled by some of the nomenclature that is surrounding the Power Rangers stuff like I had two cards where Tommy just plays a flute. <laughs> yeah, that was great. yeah man. You got to you got to play the flute. I remember watching that. I remember watching as a kid watching him pull out a pan flute. His and flute. Right? Like that almost sounded like the uh the start of like careless whisper or something. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
Like Tommy's playing Careless Whisper? Oh man, don't tempt me to put that in here. I think that'd be dope as shit. Yeah. Gonna get us kicked right off of Spotify. True. (laughs) Yeah, and like as someone who had like again a like ten year old's recollection of this game, like some of it's like Tommy had a flute and why like what the hell are this guy had a cannon? And why is the pink ranger just doing backflips the whole time? Like backflips and bows. Anyway, it's just yeah. It all came it all came flooding back in a in a citrus hammer parade there, and I don't <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 it definitely kills some of the engagement and but you are right where if you kind of play it expecting that and play it a little more sort of casually, and so it does give you more time to just not be focusing on your little like machine or like your little puzzle, like some like a an intense Euro game. So if you kind of just take it a relaxed and just kind of shoot the shit the whole time, it it allows for that. I think I spent a lot of my time just grabbing the little random bags in the back and looking at all the other little cards and they uh, searching up random trivia for Pudgy Pig. <laughs> so it, you, you must know, have Pudgy as long Pig as you trivia. Have something to to do when you have nothing to do in the board game. Um, you know, it, it can be good. So I, I think that might be better if it were, you know, if you were, if we were all physically together playing it, because then, you know, when it's not your turn, you know, you can get up, grab a drink, you know, go use the bathroom, come back or just, you know, shoot the shit, make some jokes uh, where you wouldn't normally be doing that playing, you know, an intense game of anything else really but yeah it that is kind of one of the the negatives of a lot of games like this where when it's not your turn there's absolutely nothing for you to do to influence the actual game yeah this game is it it seems really steeped in theme uh here like it it's it's definitely playing on the the people who remember the power rangers now again i was super lost in a lot of the in a lot of the theme like it it just kind of seems you know like again my my recollection of the power rangers is um black pink yellow blue and red and then the green one came along and that's about it like this pudgy pig fellow came out and um i think it was santiago who was like yeah yeah this is like the most notable villain and i'm like oh oh Oh, i i I said that after reading the wiki he he did appear in episode six of the first season oh (laughs) two more times throughout the show run good he only showed up three times he's the most notable yep Huh. I, one mm. of the very few to ever show up multiple times. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's what it has to do with more than anything is the fact that he was uh, like, I don't think it was very common to have the same enemy show up because it was kind of like a yeah enemy of a week kind of thing i guess they would yeah they would show up and then get the shit kicked out of them. That makes sense. And then they're like, man, I'm out of here. I'm never coming back. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it like, it seems super steeped in, in, in theme and it's like, like it was, it was a good experience. It definitely reminds me of Marvel's legendary, um, in the sense that it is a absolute bastard to set up and it's just like, like I I can only imagine what the organization of the physical game would be like. It just seems Uh, right. So, you know, Yeah. Um I think yeah, I, I think it was I think it was good. It was an enjoyable experience. I I didn't mind it. Um Tabletop Sim is not the right vessel for this game. No. This game needs to be played on on like P 
pen and or sorry, pen and paper on tabletop, I should say. Oh shit! Sorry, apparently, I'm Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, we're oh, gonna man. get a Mighty Morphin RPG going. Yes, that's it. Um, <laughs> this game, yeah, we could, I suppose. I'm sure that somebody's probably thought up a rule set, probably based on like spinoff of Pathfinder or something. Basically, all monks, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, there, there, you could, yeah, if you wanted to use like the Dungeons and Dragons rule set, I think that there would be something that Pathfinder could do with it. But that's not what this is about. <laughs> so, um, I, I. Yeah, the the tabletop sim part of it was not great. Um, the fact that it took so long, and one thing I really did not like about it is, again, you're kind of locked in, and one person gets to play, and then, okay, well, so we're doing stuff in this area, um, and so off we go. And if you're not in that area, you're just kind of twiddling your thumbs for a little bit, Um like, there are parts where you can jump in, like, with your zords and that, uh, where it's like, oh, you guys need some help? Well, I'm over here, but I'm going to send my little robot dinosaur over there to kick his ass for you. And it's like, okay, okay. Um, again, like... Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey, here comes a big Tyrannosaurus Rex. Like, wee! Uh, it, yeah, it, it, was, it was a good game. It was enjoyable. There was lots of stuff. There's lots of parallels that can be drawn to it. Like it's a fully cooperative game. It has a certain it has a certain pandemic feel to it with the way that the enemies get added to the board. And then if there's no more room in that in like a certain section, because they all have limits as to how many enemies they can hold, then the enemies like kind of spill over into other areas similar to how it happens in pandemic. And then it can cause like these chain reactions of just bad times. Um it's also similar to Pandemic. I mean, we managed, we ended up losing on like the turn before we potentially would have won, which is another, you know, I I can't tell you the number of people you talk to who have played Pandemic and they're like, oh, well, we had it all set up where we were going to cure the last disease and then we hit like running outbreaks or, and then we lost. And it's like, and oh, shit went wrong. Yeah. And, and I kind of felt the same with this. Like we were in such a good position. And then we were not. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, like I said, it, it was a, it was a good time. I'd definitely give her another spin. It's a, it's a, it's just a. It feels. It's sort of similar to to the other the other episode when I said like I enjoyed this game, but I just feel like other games do the same things just better. And the reason why I would reach for this game as opposed to Pandemic or. Um, or uh come on marvel's legendary or something like that is because i do want that thematic experience on top of it justin you got a you got a fact for us uh well sure the yellow ranger in the original japanese footage was played by a male that is why in the show the pink ranger has a skirt but the yellow ranger does not so on to ratings i guess um my my scale is typically a keep or not keep uh, based on like the concept of owning the game and then whether I'm and then deciding whether I'm going to be keeping it in my ridiculous collection here or what I feel is a ridiculous collection. Um, I'm sure I'm sure people have more ridiculous collections than this, but this is already pretty crushing. Um, I don't own this game, and so it ends up being more of a situation of would I go out and get it? No, um, it was good. Like it was better than I expected for a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers game. 
um, again, it was, you know, in my first experience, it was a bit too long. I just don't, I don't have that relationship with the source material, um, that would really make this game pop. Um, I would be interested in giving it another try in person at a table. Cause I think it would be a lot smoother. I think it'd be a lot more fun. Um, but, uh, but as it stands, no, I'm not going to go and spend whatever the like ridiculous Kickstarter prices are for this. Uh, but that being said, like, I think it's pretty decent for a tie-in game and if you're into power rangers like you know it's it's not that bad to learn how to play and maybe someone will have come up with a better way to script it on tabletop or find somebody who knows how to play it and ask them to help you give it a go i think it's uh you know it's worth a shot if you like power rangers especially um but yeah, I think in general, like, surprisingly good, but definitely not my sort of cup of tea. I usually go for co-op games, and I think that's what, you know, pushed it over the edge into being, like, a good experience. I think if this were, like, some sort of weird head-on competition, this just would not work. Um, but as it stands, like, it's surprisingly, surprisingly good game, and, uh, you know, I'm glad that we gave it a shot. It was, it was a lot of fun. Debbie. <laughs> okay, so... I'm I'm kind of 50-50 on this game. Uh, like I said, it reminds me of Legendary. I, I think I have a better relationship with the game Legendary. Uh, it's all cards. I really like cards. That's something that I've adopted from my dear husband. He's kind of influenced me a little in that way. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I lean a little more towards that side. It's, I, it's great for nostalgia purposes. Like, and it's, it's not a bad game. Like the mechanics are there. The, the pieces are there. If you were to strip the, the theme away from it, I think that you would have a lot more buy-in. Um, I think a lot more people would be interested in it in that way. Um, so I kind of, I find that interesting. Um, because it's just not something that you necessarily would, I don't know, that's not something you necessarily would think of, I think, but, um, the game itself, the game itself is good and it's there. It's, it's, everything is in that box for this type of game, but you really have to, yeah, you really have to be sold into the theme or be good at somebody that just doesn't care about the theme um because it is so incredibly saturated uh but really how many power rangers games are there out there i don't know i'm probably willing to guess that this might be the only one so uh for me it's a three out of five uh it's meh i'm you know neither here nor there really on it uh would i play it again yeah probably i mean it's pretty rare for me to uh, to turn down a game in general. That's just not something I normally, um, I normally would do. Um, but yeah, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty 50, 50 on this game. It doesn't, you know, entirely make me want to jump out of my seat. Uh, Adam, how about you? Yeah, I, I mean, I, th I think you can kind of guess where I'm going with this as well. Um, I am on a 10 point scale. This is really just like a like a seven. I mean, the game is the game is good. The game has some really good points. Uh, I think where it where it falls short for me is that I'm not as invested. I'm not as invested in the theme. I'm not as invested in um, the source material. 
as someone like Santiago is, and that's that's great. Like, I mean, this is his thing. This is his kind of love. Um, so I so I mean, go for it. Like, go hard, man. Like, fill your boots. There's nothing wrong with this game. With that being said, the mechanics are solid. Um, the the theme is definitely there. Uh, where where it kind of like dies for me is that it just it took a little bit longer than what I felt it should have. It. Uh, yeah, there just there wasn't there wasn't enough solid stuff. It was like it was like trying to pack as much as many like different neat mechanics into one package and things just start to get muddled and things just start to get a little a little weird in there. Um again, with that being said, good game. It's a 7 out of 10. Check it out if you're into Power Rangers. Uh, it's just that I'm really not. Eh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that's that's fair. That's uh, I, I'm I'm I try to be on a uh, would I would I keep or uh, acquire this game or you know just throw it in the garbage. Uh, <laughs> for this, I think it's a pretty pretty solid game. Uh, I the mechanics have been bugging me because I, I swear I've played a game that uses sort of a similar a similar kind of a thing, but I, I can't remember for the life of me. But I I enjoyed it. I is a I enjoy that it is a nice deck, like card kind of based game with other abilities without having the deck building mechanics thrown in. Uh, it just keeps like you kind of know your deck. It's kind of a risk reward about how much do you draw and how much do you leave in your pile in case you get hit. And it keeps the action simple. You have two actions. You go to a place, you fight some things or you have a nap. Uh, you know, it's, it keeps everything really nice and simple. <laughs> like the main meat is in. Just sort of the massive variety of things you can fight and, you know, different encounters you can have and different combinations depending on who joins you on your, uh, on your little, uh, little, little fight there. But, uh, with that being said, it, it is very much, I think what caused me to, to enjoy it the most was the little trip down, you know, nostalgia and memory lane and just kind of, you know, looking up fun facts about the Power Rangers and just kind of seeing some of the cards and like the Zords and stuff, you know, it was just like, oh man, you know, I remember that. There were, that was my, most of my entire game experience was, oh man, I remember that. That's awesome. Uh, but I wasn't personally really sold on the actual gameplay. It, it's, you know, it's, it's solid. It's good, but it's not really my thing so to speak so for me it's not a game that i would go out to buy uh, especially considering it is a kickstarter with 13 expansions that's not something that i want to start getting into oh, that is a lot. i already have enough uh, expensive board games with thousands of expansions thanks to uh x-wing and whatnot so uh how many how many tommies do you have in x-wing no tommies sadly <laughs> it, i am drift of unacceptable tommies. Uh, but that, that's why it's, it's one of the games, one of these kind of games where I, I'm really glad that it exists out there in the universe. And I'm glad that it's actually well made, unlike a lot of sort of tie-in board games that show up on Kickstarter. So even though it's not for me, uh, if this sounds like something that you would enjoy and you're a big fan of Power Rangers, uh, I think it's a, a solid recommendation to, to look into and maybe even pick up. Um, it's just, you know, it's not going to be for everyone because of that downtime and sort of that a uh, that quarterbacking trap that you can find in a lot of co-op games. I don't think we encountered that when we played it, but we're kind of used to co-op games and that kind of trap. So, I mean, I hope we didn't, but um, yeah, so it, 
while I wouldn't pick it up, uh, it's a solid recommendation if uh, this this sounds like something you might be interested in. If uh, if Fluffy was trying to quarterback, I don't think he would have let me go running off to go fight a robot on my own. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was more than willing to make us let us do our own mistakes. I was like, uh, I kind of want to fight evil robot Tommy because it says here that I'm a loner. And he's like, man, you do what you want to do. I'm like, is this a good <laughs> idea? He's like, you do you, buddy. He's like, all right, I'm going to fight this robot. Turns out not, not a good idea. <laughs> Turns out probably uh, maybe not the best plan, but uh, it happens. Yeah, no, but it was, uh, I had fun playing it, that's for sure. All right. Well, uh, if you enjoyed this episode, the uh, best thing you can do for us is, you know, do the old uh, like and subscribe and the five star thing and, you know, share with a friend etc 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 you know give us a hand uh share this around and uh you know help us out other other ways of say uh if you want to get a hold of me uh you can hit me up on twitter at team rage tom and if you want to get a hold of any of us at the podcast you can either use the collapsing game shelf at gmail.com email address or the twitter at cgs podcast uh justin what you got well, hi there. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, you can find me on the Twitterverse at Don't Trust Justin. And, uh, you know, send me some fun Power Rangers related trivia or just uh, who your favorite Pink Ranger was. Um, there's only one right answer, but uh, you can let me know. How about you, Debbie? What? Wait, what? Wait, what? What is the correct answer? Like, wow, come on. You, you gotta know. I, I don't. You gotta, you gotta know, man. Yeah. I, I don't, man. I don't fucking know. So that's the wrong answer. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, how about, how about do you, Debbie? How, how can wow. we get a hold of you? Uh, you can get me at, at Mrs. Wynn. That's at M-R-S-W-H-Y-N on Instagram and Twitter. Um, like Tom said, uh, if you want to get a hold of us at the CGS podcast on Twitter, um, we love to hear from you guys. We want to know what you like, what you don't like. If there's anything, uh, you know, if, if you're like Fluffy and you got a, you got a game that you really think that we would love, uh, and you really want us to try it, uh, let us know. And you know what? We will do our best to see if we can, uh, if we can accommodate that um, and give it a try, because uh, like I said, we're not just here for ourselves. We're here for you guys too. Uh, we don't want you guys to drown in equivalent uh, cardboard snowstorms. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's the, that's going to be the name of my next band. Cardboard snowstorm. Cardboard snowstorm. Sure. Oh. Or would that I be the album? Perfect. I don't know. Ooh. There might be a better album name. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like an album name. All right. Adam, how about you? Uh, guys, if you're looking to get a hold of me, you can catch me on all social media at For the Win, F O R T H E W H Y N. You can also catch me on twitch.tv slash For the Win, F O R T H E W H Y N. Uh, from on Thursday and Friday nights, and then Saturday and Sunday morning slash afternoons, uh, North American time. You can come check me out any anytime there. Drop me a follow. You can um you can also check out myself and Tom on Twitch.tv slash Adventures Tabletop on Wednesday night, starting at nine thirty p.m. Eastern. We do a D and D play show. Um, it's it's a good time. I'm the DM. The uh, the group are constantly causing causing a ruckus. Um, it's always an interesting it's always an interesting time. Um, we'll we'll let you guys come out and uh, check that out. Um, yeah. Um, other than that, man, email me win at forthewind.com. Blah blah blah. That's all I got. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Man, we got to find more stuff for you to say. You're yeah, running out. You're, you're, you're lacking your usual Jeez. fire. Uh, I mean, YouTube. YouTube.com slash win, win 1983, I think. 83, yeah. 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 Something like that. Yeah. Someone, that. That's one place where For the Win just didn't happen for some reason. YouTube's weird. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Uh, thank you so much, and uh, we'll be back at you next week with something fun. Bye. Bye. Go, go, Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. <laughs> it's it's Kimberly, right? Well, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay.